Beyond the Beaded Curtain is a critical examination of the history of adult cinema. Like porno movies? Just so we're clear, we're talking about porno movies. Guys, guys, Toronto's closer <laughs> than you think, okay? Everyone forgets yeah. how close it is. It's basically yeah, Drake, right there. If Drake lives there, exactly can't be far. Exactly. And Drake, you see him everywhere all the time. Yeah, I mean and he was, Yeah, and he was in a wheelchair for most of his life. And he's my baby daddy. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wasn't he in a wheelchair in Degrassi? I just presumed that that was a reference that I didn't follow and yeah, was like, I'm going to step out of the way of that yes. one and let you do it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I didn't know if I was confusing him with the Burger King Kids Club guy. <laughs> I get them confused sometimes. I didn't know if I was um, uh, can, uh, confusing him with uh, Stephen Hawking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're both about as mumbly, if you ask me. Mm. No. Yeah, they have no. equally decent flow. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh, I can't. Okay. Oh man. Let me. T- I guys, we can't release this part because we don't want to start a feud with Drake. <laughs> Why not? Come at me, Champagne Poppy. Give me a diss track dissing the Beyond the Beaded Curtain. Please. We can just shut it down no. right there. And then we get on a Pusha T's yeah. team. Oh, damn. And yeah, yeah, ride that wave. I guess that might be a good strategy, sure. Hey, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of Beyond the Beaded Curtain. This is a show where each week we go visit our neighborhood VHS <laughs> rental store. Which Let's is t- take it again. <laughs> wasn't even that bad. It was worse. not. I laughed. I've done That's so. Why. You can laugh. I need to stop laughing and gasping no. and laugh gasping no and gasp laughing. No, you need to no keep way. laughing. And yeah. I mean, I'm sure like some people that listen to this are like uneasy enough and like the laughter probably really helping him through it yeah okay we should have a, we should actually probably have a laugh track <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's just, just me <laughs> so people know where the jokes me are layered a hundred times oh that <laughs> oh shit that, that would sounds, be creepy the same I laugh just over, do over. That. yes please i can make a big long literal laugh track from your yeah yeah and my pauses yeah, and a if something bombs, <laughs> I'll just make it funny mm-hmm. with a little laugh track. <laughs> drop in there. We could, we should just say we're doing a live episode. Welcome to the special <laughs> yeah. live episode. Just laughter all the time. <laughs> there, do a fake announcer voice who's introducing us wrong. Hey, yeah. everybody! Welcome to the Beyond the Breaded <laughs> Kurt. What the fuck? The breaded plantain. It's a cooking <laughs> show, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, here it is. The mm. podcast thing. <laughs> yeah. Hello and welcome <laughs> to another episode of Beyond the Beaded Curtain. This is the show where each week we visit our neighborhood VHS rental store and we slip all the way into the back where the dirty stuff is and pass through the beaded curtain select something real crazy that we've never seen before off the wall rent it watch it carefully rewind it bring it back to the store and then 
talk about it with you. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Randy Chardonnay. I'm Monday Blue. I'm Dr. Randolph Randy Sounder. And uh, it's been months, but I just got back from Fire Island. Nice. I've had a bologna sandwich <laughs> and some baked beans. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I've had in months, and I'm so happy to, to be back. Fuck, fuck uh, Ja Rule, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, oh, Fire <laughs> Festival uh, Island. Oh, okay. I didn't, because, yeah, I, I didn't, I, yeah, sorry. Yeah, we're so happy to have you back, too. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I, mi- I missed you. Did you guys hear that um, that the main um, organizer of that festival, the non-Ja Rule guy, um, just as he was kind of, like, about to get thrown in jail, was still yeah. doing other grifts, basically. Still oh, trying, like, still hitting up people on the fire, I, or the fire festival email list with, like, hey, mm-hmm. give us all this money and you can meet some celebrities, we swear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. I love celebrities. celebrities. from uh, a decade ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, 15 years. Ouch. Mm, 20 years. Yeah. Uh, more like 100 years, really. We're too old to be doing this. I don't know. Are we too old to be watching a uh, porn movie from 1971? I think What's... I think we are the age hmm. we were meant to be. Yes. Yeah. I, I think, think that... our lives were leading up to this moment. Yeah, I think that everyone <laughs> discovers the 1971 film Boys in the Sand at exactly mm-hmm. the moment they were meant to discover yep. it. Yes, when you are ready for it. Yes. It comes to you. When you are ready for it, it comes to you in the mail, and then you throw it into your <laughs> swimming pool, and it emerges fully formed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, a, like one of those little styrofoam dinosaurs you put in your tub. Exactly. Or like a, uh, or like a Mentos in a, or like a sea monkey even. Yeah. So this is, a, this is a big deal for us guys, I think, kind of. This is... Why is that? Oh, because this is our... This is... I don't... Yeah. I don't know if people know this who are listening to this episode right now, but this mm-hmm. is our first ever gay episode. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, maybe it's a big deal to yeah. you, uh, Randy. But, it is, um, yeah. You know, um, not so much to me because, I mean, the, the male body is, uh, is just as beautiful as the female body. Mm, sometimes. Used in, its, in its many forms. Um, it's not, maybe it's just, uh, I don't know. It's not such a big deal to me. Maybe I don't think so heteronormatively as you, you know? Maybe I don't maybe I don't see gender when I'm watching porn. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't even notice. Like, are they men? Are they women? Are they are they non binary? I don't even know. I'm just watching it for the the story and Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. The 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 craft and the ferns. Mm -hmm. And the biceps. The biceps. And the, the tan lines. Mm-hmm. And the tan lines. Oh, my God. The and tan the lines. of sweat mm-hmm. dripping down these chiseled men's bodies. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, I'm done. Um, I'm back. Cool. Uh, Monday, did you have a synopsis for us? Why, yes, I did. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, all righty. Okay. Boys in the Sand is a set of three gay hardcore scenes loosely connected by the beauty of summertime oceanside romance 
and also by the dashing actor Casey Donovan, who features in all three movements, sharing his body and soul with a new captivating stranger each time. Against a backdrop of lush forests and glittering shores, Boys in the Sand is at once dreamy and raunchy, earthy and leafy. <laughs> Randy, by that description, that's uh, that's your forte. That sounded like a description of uh, yeah, like a tasty wine. That sounded more like a description of a tasty wine, uh, and it's a wine I would love to drink. Sounds perfect. Oh yeah, definitely. I would also like to add that um, it was released in 1971. Mm-hmm. I think this contextual bit might help or is necessary. Um, so it was released in 1971, and this film occupies a special place in cinema history for oh, really? advancing gay and interracial visibility. It was one of the first um, gay porn films to go somewhat mainstream, um, to be mm. reviewed by mainstream media Oh my god, Moose, get out of here. <laughs> oh, there's a dog in here. <laughs> Barricade the door. Moose, you're so panty. Hey, get Moose, just uh, get Moose on the mic up here. <laughs> <laughs> what about a, like, a, a dirty um, phone call that you receive and you're like, is that just heavy breathing? And you're like, wait. <laughs> That's a that's dog's moves. breathing. Okay, well, <laughs> guess, uh, guess oh that's fine. Oh my god, best uh, best job ever! You sign up as a phone sex operator, and then <laughs> you just put your dog on the line. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, um, wait. Let, I need to get Moose out of here. He's panting like crazy. Yeah, don't blame it's him. It's a hundred degrees here, and okay. I'm so and you've sorry. Been denying him water for weeks. I know. Um, and okay. he's been checking out <laughs> Casey Donovan's hot bod. So <laughs> no, get, that guys, get anybody I panting. I don't know what to barricade this because obviously an empty plastic cup didn't do it. <laughs> uh, That's what you barricaded a door with, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Monday, I'm beginning to think you might not make it in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> you know, you're first to go. Mm-hmm. You, is there not a uh, like a lock or a doorknob of some kind? Yeah, let's troubleshoot there, this. There, yeah. there is a knob. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And what does it, it look like? It is knobby. Monday, Monday. Tell tell us about the knob. <laughs> <laughs> um, go it, to detail. It's glistening. Yeah. It's glistening. Yeah. Uh, does it's, it from, have a, does, it's from does it Home have a knob? Depot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does it have a knob ring on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, tell us more. Yeah. How yeah. engorged is its brass? <laughs> it's it's so brassy right now. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so brassy right now too. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay, Moose. Moose, stop. Fucking up my game. Get out. So I just want to take this as a reminder to everyone to go ahead, like, subscribe, write us a review on iTunes. Because as, you, as you've heard, if Monday 
isn't able to do her job, she can't feed Moose the dog. So by not telling your friends about the show, you're basically starving a dog. And do you want starving that dog. on your head? No, you don't. Yep. Cue that. Um, what's I almost? What's her fucking name? Sarah McLaughlin. Thank you. I was going to say Sarah Michelle Etheridge. Yes. <laughs> I could, could not remember who or just what mashed, festival she was yeah, associated with. You're just mashing with. up 90s names together. Yeah. God. Sarah Etheridge Aniston. <laughs> yeah. Huckabee Sanders. Oh. oh, my God. Do you think that dog even exists? <laughs> That's terrifying. If she's no dog if she's there. doing an, an elaborate no, bit, no, you be <laughs> she's <laughs> lost her fucking mind. <laughs> and she's uh, entertained by her the prospect of her own madness. It sounds like yeah. Beaker, go away. Beaker, how many personalities <laughs> does she have? I didn't know it was this bad. <laughs> Try to get all these characters straight. So we got Monday, Beaker, Moose. Moose. I mean, is it the podcast itself that she's she's a sort of disassociative personality disorder? Wait, are we she's, real? Or are we just aspects of Monday? Oh my god. I don't know. I've never seen you and I've never seen her. Wow. I don't know. Huh. Oh, God. Wow. Well, um, oh, Jesus. QX Files music right here. Well, um, Doc and I are having okay. a little bit of a. Good news. Of Found a, out, uh, both of them. Mental breakdown yeah. of our own, I would say. Yeah. They mental right breakdown. the door, and I have nothing to barricade this with. Is she talking to her? quote neighbors it sounds a little bit like she's on a call with some sort of emergency service personnel it, it definitely does okay um, stay on the phone oh my god now she's hitting something she's hitting that dog she's beating a dog well the lucky thing is that if the dog isn't real she can't be beating the dog so well i, I know I, I mean dog in quote she's Punching herself in the jaw, most likely. Oh, so it's like a Fight Club scenario now. Yes. Oh, mm. great. Love mm. Fight Club. Mm. Hello? As a no-fap incel, I love Fight Club. <laughs> what? Oh, you didn't miss much. Don't worry about it. So, yeah. Let's uh, go back to Boys in the yeah, Sand. So, Did you? Uh, well, rings. hold on. Mm. Hold on. We're talking so sure about knob rings. Yeah. Who are we talking to now? Who are we talking to? This is, is not it- Moose. Oh my God, Rain! Did you hear that? Yeah, I'm not Moose. Okay, I'm not 13. I'm not an adorable chocolate lab. So mm. let's just get on with it, okay? I think thou protest too much. <laughs> um, this is—we're definitely speaking with Moose now. Let's. What was? Um, can we listen? Can we hear Beaker? Is Beaker here with us? Uh, no, we sent Beaker out. You and mm. you and Moose sent Beaker. Yeah, she out? did say we. Hmm. Huh. Um, Who else is, is is here with us today? Um, not 
Not Rudolph. Okay, Rudolph. Okay, what um, what kind of anim- animal is Rudolph? Or- Rudolph is not here, and uh, Rudolph is a eight-year-old cat who's not here. Hmm. Uh, okay, and mm-hmm. we're speaking with Moose now? We're speaking with Monday. Okay. okay. And what, right, what kind of animal is Monday? Yeah. Monday is... Um, is a human oh. person. I was, oh, man. I was hoping you were going to say like cat person or something so that we could get some cool fan art. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> let's go back to talking about our film, Boys in the Sand, 1971. Um, I recommend everyone do what I did and read the uh, Wikipedia article on gay porn. Um, some grad student was just, just in general. Yes. This some grad student did a hell of a job uh, transferring their uh, their like media studies thesis over to Wikipedia. And it's just a it's just a wonderful read. And that's where we that's where we came across this movie was um, that uh, a very interesting, compelling list of big, iconic, culturally important and good um, early gay porn movies. And this is, mm-hmm. uh, this movie is older than any of the other movies that we've, we've talked about so far. Um, uh, we are recording a little bit out of order. Um, but, uh, that's neither here nor there. 1971. So mm-hmm. predates basically any, any porn movie any one has ever heard of and watched. <laughs> And uh, hmm. the director was, uh, where's my page with his name? It's a cool name. Wakefield Poole. Yeah. The director Wakefield Poole basically uh, was inspired to make this movie because he watched basically some other, um, uh, some, some other gay porn movie. It was just kind of offended by it and thought it was bad and uh, unappealing and was like, why don't I make something nice? And did it on with no crew, no budget, uh, basically filming everything himself, single cam operation, uh, and kind of, uh, more or less putting the production together as it, as it went. And, uh, I know this because the version of this that I listened to or that I watched had the director's commentary and it's wonderful. Right. I think we all watched this in different ways, hmm. right? Um, you watch it with the director's commentary on, which is the only version that you could find, right? Well, the only. Did you say free commentary? Version. Commentary, yeah. What about it? Yeah, the director's Just commentary. How... Yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Wait, how did you watch this, Monday? Um, I watched it petting Rudolph, my pussy. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. It's getting worse by the second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And are, did you really watch it with the sound off? There I did, yeah. Really? Why? I watched it on silent listening to uh the Persona 5 soundtrack in the background oh. which made it even more gay than <laughs> what was going on. Let me tell you that I, for free. So while I was watching this, mm-hmm. my uh my my friend was watching Thor. Mm. Uh, one of the Thors, I can't remember which one. The one with uh, <laughs> Mark Ruffalo in a Duran Duran T-shirt. Oh, uh, the good one. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, Fine and film. it was yeah, it was kind of nice to have both screens uh, in my vision. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like when when the gay sex inevitably happens, then yeah. like Led Zeppelin started playing like in the background. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. It sounds mm-hmm. great. I just watched it like on on the internet um, and listened to the director's commentary, and it's great. I loved hearing all the background stuff. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that's what I was scared of, though. I was scared that I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to enjoy the film no. visually if I was hearing him like talk about what was going on in uh, the moment. Well, I was kind of worried about that too, but he really cares about this movie a lot. So mm-hmm. yeah, he, he, I think he was very conscious of that t- danger. Oh, okay. He knew when to shut up. There's also, um, it's a, you know, it's it's not one of these movies with like that attempts to have much of a uh, of a story to excuse all the things happening. Instead, or dialogue or dialogue, yeah. Instead, it's a movie that sort of just kind of presents um, pre- presents everything more or less in um, more or less in silence um, with a bit of music, uh, but it just you kind of you don't have to be you don't have to have it explained to you that these various characters are. Uh, attracted to each other um, because you know they're they're naked and they have big boners yeah that was kind of what i liked about this film a lot is so it's okay just don't say big boners too loud because moose is gonna charge in again oh geez that really turns on quote moose i see Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) but this um this movie is it's really like elliptical and mm-hmm. and like hazy and contemplative and mm-hmm. i mean it reminded me of like a number of other books that i'll maybe talk about later or not but like it was really engaged really engaging and mm-hmm. I, I don't know it was for a for a porn movie I mean, even a gay porno movie it was it was fun to like uh, tease out and and like and figure out what the what the logic of the this film was. It was it was impressive. I, I enjoyed it a lot. It Just makes saying. me so happy to hear you say that. It's a very well made film, and even though I'm um, in the director's commentary, he's kind of he's he's very charming. The director is, but he's kind of self deprecating and talking about like uh, like uh, how he got better at shooting uh, as he as he went and 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 so on. But it's you know it's definitely. Uh, it feels like a much higher production value operation than a lot of the other things we've watched. I think partially just because it's mo- it's all filmed on location, so it's either like the first the first section is just outside, uh, the second section is by a pool at a luxurious house, and then the third section is in and around a pretty luxurious house, rather than that kind of like cramped, like everything in a like kind of studio set kind of feel Mm -hmm. that uh, we typically see. Yeah. Right. Um, As Monday was saying, there's essentially like three set pieces. Mm -hmm. The first is on the beach and sort of a Poseidon figure comes (laughs) out of the, emerges from the, Mm -hmm. from the ocean and basically blows uh, our main, our main dude. Which I thought was interesting that despite whatever type of porn movie we watch, it just always starts with a blowjob. It's, it's regard, irregardless, you know? Hmm. That's, That's just manners. I guess it's just manners. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of manners in this. Yeah, thing. A lot yeah. Of Everything manners. was reciprocal and nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't you start with a blowjob? Uh, no, not usually. 
Well, you know, oh, okay. I don't. I don't think we need to get into that. All yet. right, all right. I also just, that for the I'm just saying, Patreon. like you know. Yeah. Um, I think I mean, it's also clear that, like, right. um, <laughs> you know, millennials these days, a lot of the basic things of manners have really gone by the wayside. You know. Yeah. What with Tinder mm-hmm. and Grinder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the a lot of the people on Tinder and Grinder and okay cupid and the mm-hmm. untitled dating app that we're about to release as a way to make money um and bumble and, and coffee and bagel and uh mm-hmm. yeah yeah all those, yeah and all those yeah they forget about the basics like a good old-fashioned blowjob the the original dating app do you think that people um that will eventually get so woke that blowjobs are illegal Explain that 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 sexual uh, sort of uh, disparity Mm -hmm. there, like the power dynamic there, Mm -hmm. is just too much, and is sort of it's 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 yeah, it's not disparity if both parties are enjoying it. That's what I'm saying. Only sixty nines. We only do sixty nines now. No, 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 no. Some I I know some friends who don't mind. Uh, giving oral sex but hate receiving it mm. yeah I've, I've heard that too mm-hmm. do they have like a like a twitter handle or anything that we um uh, yeah, should we, we shout followers. them out um, <laughs> for our fans yeah i could yeah i think um, wait do you wait do you hear party music is moose throwing a party downstairs oh my god despite me randy <laughs> We should contact the local authorities. I I don't know who to call. Okay, definitely. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, uh, Doc. When when it gets to editing and you hear party music, it's not me. Mm -hmm. It's not me. It's not you. You No. Okay. What does the What does the music sound like? What's the genre? We talking like Venga Boys here or what? Oh, that would be nice. It would go so well with our film too. Um, no, it's, I think someone's practicing their bass guitar. Well, that is the most party focused instrument. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The shittiest (laughs) instrument played by the ugliest (laughs) member, the bass guitar. Uh, no offense. Um, um, what's your name? Hmm. Randy. Some offense. Um, hey, I have a, I have a, dis- <laughs> I have a dis- uh, discussion question. Hey, man. Well, hold on. I hmm. play the drums. That's the idiot's instrument. So, oh, fair. Look, we're in the same boat. Okay, great. Um, and we could start a sort of bass and drum combo if we wanted. Um, I say. That would be great. Well, great. Oh, my God. This is perfect. What are we doing? Why are we even doing this stupid show? <laughs> I play rhythm guitar. Well, well like, shit. I can do chords. I just can't do any. Yeah. yeah. Well, and we all have mics. We can just record a, an album and put it on SoundCloud. <laughs> we are we missed the mark. We by made a huge mistake. No, I don't think we did at all. I think we'll we'll do that on the side. That'll be our other our other project. Okay. So, ooh, porn theme music. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. We could write songs for uh, all of our movies, sort of like inspired by them. Oh. And then instead of doing an, one episode per week, we could do like three episodes a year because that would take forever <laughs> to finish. Yeah. That'd be great. You ever been to one of those, um, one of those viewings where there's like a live band playing like over a silent film? 
No, no I'm so happy movies. to say I have never been to that kind of a thing. Look, I'm not saying it was fun or good, but it could be. <laughs> it could be. We can we could bring our dream that we that we spoke of in another episode of having public porn viewings, mm. but we provide the music. Our dream of having public porn viewings. This thing. The reason why we started it still happens. The dream. Yes. Okay. Right. Um, so, uh, <sighs> anyway, question question for the for the panel. Um, I was curious if uh, either of you had any sort of assumptions that you made going into watching this film um, mm-hmm. and whether uh, whether those were proved correct or disproved by the viewing. I'll go first. I figured that this would <laughs> yeah. be a lot like the other movies that we'd been watching, but mm-hmm. with hotter dudes. And I was proved correct. So hot. So hot. Yeah, Boys in the Sand um, really makes it sound like a beach romp. Every time we try to look for a beach romp, we just don't get it. Mm-hmm. We, we miss it every single time. Like this this movie was like, it was really sort of sweet, but it was also really sad and somber too. It's almost the exact opposite of what I was expecting from a movie called Boys in the Sand. Like it's, it's mainly, from what I can tell or think is, one guy sort of either mourning or or like in his own head sort of wishing that he had a lover and wandering around this beach island by himself it's not <laughs> there's nothing fun uh, fun about this hmm. you know but isn't that sort of isn't it maybe also just sort of a, a meditation on on impermanence as well i mean abs- absolutely it yeah. is you can't i mean you can't be having sex with hot dudes constantly you know that's true. Maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't. Maybe other people can. Uh, it's something you got to. I'll you know, try. These, I'll man. give it a try. Please. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a really interesting question, Randy. I think I expected there to be. And this is the, the kind of the straighter half of me talking. But I expected the movie to be much more overt about its homosexuality mm-hmm. and it was not what, what, it was what? just um that's just how it is right it's not that it, we're not watching men uh fuck each other we're watching people fuck each other and they just all happen to be men uh okay because i was gonna say yeah it seemed like pretty overt that it was a gay mo- movie what, right. with all the the men having sex with each other but it was not uh, it was not for a straight audience like it was very much for its own community hmm. which I really appreciated I think I see what you're saying and it's hard to talk about like we're three semi-hetero people here but it's like i guess we i sort of maybe mentally associate homosexuality sometimes with like more casual style hookups with people Mm -hmm. uh, which is probably unfair or totally unfair but it's it's really but you would uh, think in a porn movie that would be that would be shown Mm -hmm. more so than like the tenderness and of this movie it was sort of surprising for that reason yeah or there's like there's always um I'm used to like narratives of someone being in the closet or someone having an awakening and coming out or not coming out like that kind of tension. 
Mm. which does not exist here. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's just, yeah. I mean, except for maybe the wedding ring. Well, I didn't even notice that. I didn't notice uh, any rings on traditional wedding on ring fingers. fingers. <laughs> um, yeah. The director actually commented on it. It's yeah. in the first sex scene with the other rings. Can I read that quote? Because I love it. Okay. If you notice there's a ring on Cal's finger and he still has his necklace around the neck, Usually I find it very disconcerting for people to have jewelry on. Of course, he has a cock ring on, too. <laughs> I love it. I oh, love it. damn. I'm going to have to watch this again. To watch yeah. Commentary. Okay. Yeah. He's really, he's just really pretty deadpan and sort of like just, I, I don't know. It's really fun because like, is he... It's, it, there's a nice tension between the casual way he's talking about things and what's going on on screen. And like when, the, in the, like for instance, during the um, the poolside scene, he's there's just like some some remarkable positioning happening. Just like mm-hmm. just seriously, just some Most some really Cirque du Soleil level. Yes, yes. This on. is a, mm-hmm. some real Cirque du Soleil fuckery happening. And uh, the director <laughs> says, oh, "So this is sort of a, a rather athletic scene." <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Oh yeah, that's yes. awesome. Yes, it is. I, it's rather yeah. athletic. I also. Um, Love how um, in one of the scenes, I think it's the second scene, um, he mentions there was a, or like a peeping Tom somewhere in the bushes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And um, that everyone was kind of okay with it. But you could hear twigs cracking. Um, <laughs> oh, you, you mean that wasn't in, wasn't part of the screenplay, let's no, say. No, no. Huh. That while they were filming in this public location, very early in the morning, um, there was still someone um, watching them behind, you know, the thicket of, of trees and whatnot. And he then also goes on to say, yeah, and almost everyone had binoculars back then. <laughs> Which I totally, I totally forgot because when I was growing up, I had binoculars. Yeah. Where did they I go? Brought, I don't know. I would have brought my uh, my talk boy and just recorded the whole <laughs> thing on cassette. Yeah. Probably. Where did binoculars go? If you have the answer, maybe send us a tweet to at Dirty VHS. <laughs> Jesus, this dude's hawking on Twitter so hard. What about like, what about like a cum tribute on the binoculars? Ooh. <laughs> Well, I would say that's good, but that reference, I think, will end up being out of order. So, Why? <laughs> I think we're posting this one. Yeah, we're going to post this episode Pride a little bit early because we, um, uh, we just really wanted all to... Right, all right, then fuck, forget what I just said. Just come on your binoculars <laughs> and send us a picture of it. <laughs> all uh, will be revealed later. All right? Uh, yes. <laughs> That's like some sort of like some sort of like witch's spell that's like really confusing. Like, okay, here's what you do. Uh, The first full moon, come Mm -hmm. on some binoculars. I've been eating celery and and drinking pineapple juice for months, but I had to come on my binoculars in order for my load to finally look as big as I wanted. 
<laughs> what are you even saying? Look, they'll, they'll get it. <laughs> what Look, if you want, if you want those, if you want those long, thick ropes, if you want to sling rope, you gotta eat celery and you gotta drink pineapple juice. Oh no! Um, I'm. And just make sure you come on the right side of your binoculars. What are What are we even doing here? What is this? Is let the dog back hey, in. I, I, hey, I think we're doing a great job. <laughs> okay, so. Um, oh, and then there was like a a bracelet that became a cock ring. Sure. And and then a bracelet again. Mm-hmm. What did you think about that? Really? Yeah, in the first scene. Come on, man. Look, I saw the cock ring. Those things are still just, they're just startling no, this every was time in I the see second, one. second scene. Mm. Someone takes, I th- no? It's in the first Maybe scene. Not. Yeah. It's in okay. the, it's in the, like, uh, beachside scene. Where the mysterious, the mysterious visitor from the water, the Poseidon figure, emerges. Oh, right. Yeah. From the sea. Yeah. yeah. They go into the into the jungle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, they then switch positions, and the original person descends back into the sea. Yep. 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 Does anyone have any reading on that? Other than the fact that the ocean is representative of subconscious, and it's sort of slipping away from him. All of these scenes feature <laughs> some some sort of nice inversions like that. So we've got the trading of places in the first scene. The second scene. Um, the, the, the character we follow from the beginning is, uh, seems to be corresponding via personal ads, uh, long distance, uh, trying to, to find romance at the end mm, of what this. What makes you think that? Oh, cause, um, cause of, because of the role of a gay newspaper. Yes. So he's there, gay he's newspaper. reading gay newspaper and then, um, he's, he's writing letters. He gets, uh, he gets the package in the mail. Um, throws the package into the water, and it turns out that um, that a lover has somehow shrunk himself into a capsule, mailed himself to a prospective partner, and then yeah. is unleashed by being thrown the capsule being thrown into the water. And then at the end of that, well, scene, not 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 just that. It was uh, what was great about it. It was like a transparent glass case that held what looked like a single Mentos. <laughs> yes, and then uh, or like one contact lens case, like one yeah. half yes. of contact lens case. Yeah. Yes, and when when you pitch that into the pool, it was as though the pool was, was filled with Dr Pepper, mm-hmm. and it sort of just fizzed up and just. <laughs> And then emerged was uh, yet another man. Yeah, and then at the end, there they walk back through the town. Um, they see another fellow reading, man, and they look so happy together. Warm, yeah, that's great. Heart. But then the other guy's like, "Huh, I better keep reading these personal ads in gay newspaper." Gay newspaper. Yeah. Maybe I'll get lucky too. And then the third scene is a transformation from dream to reality. I have to say, though, please. Um, I think in the second sex scene, we got we we finally got our first successful taint shot. Hmm. Oh, you mean well, you th- that was a good taint shot? Yeah. Well, sort of. It wasn't that close, so maybe that's why it looked mm. pretty. But you got all the leaf patterns mm. on the bodies, mm. um, the sunlight, oh, yeah, like the, the, the sun dappled uh, mm-hmm. flesh on the yes, on the high dappled, contrast tan dappled, lines. Yes. 
Well, that was the most severe tan lines I've ever seen in anything ever. It was like they were terrifying day at the at the waist. I was mm-hmm. like, man. I mean, it, I don't know. It was interesting, but it was also like maybe you should tan that too a little. Like that looks maybe unhealthy a little mm, bit. Yeah, I think it's not that they should tan their butts more. I think mm-hmm. probably uh, they should probably they probably overexpose the rest of themselves. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. I don't know where this episode is now in our timeline, but uh, maybe I could use some of a uh, dare to dare to tans uh, dare tan <laughs> lotion. Well, I was thinking they could uh, wear like a, a, a reverse speedo. Mm. Walk us through oh. this. Yes, please explain so, that. So, um, a, <laughs> a full body suit. <laughs> Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except where the speedo would be, it's no way. I got this wrong. So a suit that's basically suggests. Tell me where on the doll they didn't touch you. <laughs> um, okay, so a full body suit, and then you cut out the shape of the speedo, mm. so mm. that now your whole body is covered except for for your crotch and your um, butt. Yeah. I like this. Where do you, then, you wear this in the sun? Yeah. And then that way. Outside? Yeah. Because otherwise, if you just go full naked and tan, then it's not going to help the relative tanness. That's true. There'll be a little so, gradient there. You don't want that. Mm-hmm. So you got to, um, yeah, cover every other part of your body except for um, your yeah. literal bathing suit area. Mm-hmm. That's a that's an interesting product you have uh, cooking there. Like that. Yeah, uh, I think um, go ahead check out us out on Kickstarter. Uh, first people who donate will um, be thanked um, by having their name emblazoned on uh, on the garment, mm-hmm. and they'll get a complimentary secondhand version of this garment that I've been wearing myself. <laughs> that's great. Now where were we? Yeah, but where were we before we started talking about suntans? We were about to go on to the third. Oh yeah. Scene. So the third sequence, um, our our star is uh, noticing an attractive man who's uh, f- um, working on the phones outside. And, and yay! Finally, a black man as a sexual love interest. Yeah. And uh, that's all. That's all. <laughs> that's, all and that's all we have to say. That's all we have to say about that. No, he's 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 he goes into so he's having a sort of a a fantasy reverie about the possibility. Of boning down with this attractive uh, fellow from the phone company, and mm-hmm. when it yeah. looks like it's just going to stay in the realm of fantasy, the cl- final shot of the movie is the sexy phone guy at the door, and the fellow who's just been fantasizing about him realizing that one fantasy is about to become a reality. Yeah, yes. that was really interesting because I, it, I guess it kind of meant to signify that he'd seen that guy around and mm-hmm. had been thinking about him. Mm-hmm. And he has he has a, a black dildo that he's using to, uh, to jerk off with. Yes. And using that as part of his fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, his, but his fantasy ends up be- <laughs> becoming realized. Like, it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it was pretty interesting, yeah. It's also kind of a device that's, a lot less annoying in porn than it would be in any other context. Yeah. I'll walk you through what I mean. So um, if you, if you're watching like a movie and then at the end, uh, Oh, it was all a dream. None of that stuff happened. You're just like, well, that's annoying. 
none of that stuff happened. This is stupid. This is bad. Yeah. Um, but the if worst you're, possible device. Yeah. But if you're watching porn and at the end it's like, oh, that was just a fantasy I had. You're like, well, I did see you have sex, though. So, <laughs> so from my perspective, it was real enough. So it's fine. Man, there was a couple of other things I wanted to mention. Um, Please. There's at some point in the film. Well, okay. At some point in the film, there's a calendar that's being showed, and this island is so hot mm. that it's literally burning the pages off this off this calendar. Did I say camera calendar? That uh, it it just time is moving really really fast, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. it's just burning off the pages. You're meant to believe that this guy is on this island for a very long time. So I'm wondering about the space of this island itself. Like, is this is like time is convoluted here? People are moving in and out of oceans and receiving shipments and becoming humans fantasies no, this is like a everything is is, is convoluted and, and mysterious like what mm. what is this island this island this island itself is like this weird space that this one man is occupying mm. and and what's he what's he doing there is this a post-apocalyptic thing like i i also felt what you felt there was something very eerily uh detached from civilization about it yeah but i liked that because i yeah it was i just thought of it as this guy's um imagination but but it it is he is on fire island so he's like alone i guess on this island Mm -hmm. right do do they say it's fire island yeah they do like somewhere at the beginning but all these people, I'm not. I'm not even so sure about mm-hmm. this. This phone company uh, black guy at the end. Mm-hmm. If one of the if one of the guys comes out of the ocean, the other comes from the mail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's just a, it's him and a black guy who maintains the phone lines. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't know. Is he well, actually but real? then how else are you gonna have a sex scene with a really hot toolkit? Yeah, that was cool. And it's It's almost Mm -hmm. like this was a no-budget film that didn't have money for extras. Yeah, it's almost Mm. like that's exactly what he said it was. Yeah. (laughs) Aha, that's why I didn't listen to the director's commentary. I knew it. I wanted to to talk about just a few things that I just really enjoyed from the director's commentary that are just like Mm -hmm. fascinating background. Mm -hmm. And uh, so a theme of that of the whole of the whole commentary is just the sort of like uh oh yeah so just the kind of um unplanned way that this production came about and how they just sort of just like asked to borrow a house and then a nice guy was like yeah sure you can do your porn movie in my house and um and uh here's some drugs if you want to do them while you're doing your porn movie and uh, I'll see oh, you later wow. when it's all done. Um, that's <laughs> great. And when they were, they're trying to figure out like, who are we going to have in the second scene? Um, the, the, the star, um, uh, Casey Donovan, or that's his, um, film name. Um, was basically like, Oh, I saw this really hot guy doing construction work. Let's go where he's working on a roof right now and see if he wants to do porn with me. And so they went mm-hmm. and met this guy. And he was like, oh, yeah, I've done a little bit of porn before. I'll totally what? be in your porn. That sounds great. And that's how he got cast in the movie. Yeah, that's how the um, the, the, uh, the mail order guy in the, in the um, 
uh, in the second scene. Uh, that's how he ended up in the film. And mm-hmm. the um, and our our Hawkins uh, and phone apparently guy. Uh, that's called salt and peppering. So you get it because it's like salt and pepper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, All right. What uh, I thought you were talking about this. Yeah. The second guy who is not oh, black. Yes. Sorry, I I jumped ahead. Yes. And um that that performer was just like tending bar, and um and new Casey Donovan and I don't even know like if he really. Uh, I forget if he had been in any films at all before, but they're like, oh, yeah, well, we've we've done it a few times. Um, he'll be good in this movie. Let's see if he wants to do it. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. And then he did it. It's great. I mean, this is, again, staggering to me, again, with our own timeline. Uh, time has become convoluted. But um, so to, to when these film productions are beginning, they mm-hmm. just don't have any beads on actors and they just set up shop first? Like I don't well, understand. Not always, no. I think for this film it was different because yeah. I think he the he shot the first segment, the first scene, um, mm-hmm. stand you know as a standalone thing, um, and then because the response to that was so great, he went on to shoot parts two and three. But oh, again, okay. being very and it's part of I guess the way he described his own experience filming it was he was young. He was uh, really passionate and really confident and just, yeah, just filmed it as, as he went along. Yeah. Man, okay. Mm-hmm. It, it, my understanding is that uh, Wakefield Poole, this was kind of his introduction into film and he made many movies after this. But he was just sort of like he was around the performing arts. He was a dancer and choreographer. Uh, so he, he, was, had a, uh, he was in the Ballet Russe. Yeah. So he has a, he has a real like... You know, he has a he, he has a real sense of like like visual flair and stuff, but not he wasn't really particularly trained as a filmmaker at this point, so he doesn't have like a studio behind him um, figuring things out, and it's just it's just u- kind of uniquely a one man or like small team operation, and that's why some of these some of these kind of kind of funny things uh, happened that probably don't happen on a lot of other movies. I think that's fantastic oh, yeah. that they were like, hey, that guy looks real good. Yeah. See if he wants oh, to be that's, our... No, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. I love that. I just like, I like how they're, I guess, they had to kind of shoehorn in why these guys are on the island is the, what's cool and makes the movie mysterious, I guess, mm-hmm. to me. But you know, why didn't they just then, uh, what was wrong with, this is a local construction worker, and that's how he gets gets here, instead of uh, emerging from the pool or the ocean. It's more because it's more fantasy like. Yeah. 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 It has to feel like a dream and do implausible things the way dreams do. Plus, it gives um, that that carpenter a sort of like like a Venus on the half shell emergence (laughs) from the pool. It's pretty great. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Love the clothes. Very, very well dressed. (laughs) Well, not often, but yeah, Mm -hmm. when dressed, very well dressed. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> very well undressed too. Oh yeah, that was one thing I, I noticed. Like, I mean, I, you know, everyone knows like gay dudes are are always well well fit. It's like, well, when I was watching that acrobatic sex scene, I was like, mm-hmm. well, this now makes a lot of sense. There's no way any of this, <laughs> the the schlubby dudes from our other films could even manage it for a single <laughs> second. It also makes you really wonder about like when you watch. Uh, porn for straight men and the dudes are just like pretty gross you're like you just didn't try at all 
Like uh, right. Wakefield Pool can just like wander around this tiny island and see a sexy <laughs> carpenter and and cast him in his movie. Like, how yeah. hard was that? It wasn't hard at all. <laughs> True. Yeah. Uh, I guess we only know this one guy, and he's pretty gross. But I guess he'll be in our movie. Oh well. I've never really. I don't know. I guess when I watch straight porn, I don't even look at the men. So I've never really noticed that they're schlubby. Well, I'm sure there's all sorts of different porns, mm-hmm. but I just mean mm-hmm. for like the selections that we have uh, yeah, that watched so mm-hmm. far, uh, there's definitely been a range of uh, physique <laughs> qualities, but come on. And now yeah. I am talking to you, Ron Jeremy, uh-huh. amongst your other crimes. <laughs> You're just not a good looking dude. I don't understand oh. how you got to be in a million porns. I mean... The slowest hedgehog, Ron Jeremy. Uh, uh, yeah, I wonder if that's like... Um, Randy, if that's sort of like a self-consciousness thing that we need to deal with. Where we're like, well, we're schlubby dudes. And why would any person ever want to have sex with us? What? Because we're, we're gross and, and terrible. Stop. That's a good point. So, you know, maybe. <laughs> Stop. And then, like, Monday doesn't even care, apparently. No. Nope. He's never even looking at the dude. Right. Nope. Could be anything. So that's that's not really, that just kind of reinforces my own concerns, where I'm like, well, mm-hmm. no one's going to notice anyway, so who cares? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Hmm. We'll never know. But I, I think it's probably supposed to have the opposite effect on us, where, well, like... Well, okay. No, no, no. This is hmm, why this I'm not... This could be you. This is yeah. why I'm not looking at the dudes. It's because I'm looking at the women... And the incredible shape they're in and feeling shitty about myself. Oh, oh I see. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Okay, well, then. Oh, so is this, this whole, is weird. is this whole genre of film just um, designed to make us feel bad about ourselves? Is that the. I'm starting to think so. Mm. That porn is like a, a just a, a distorted mirror that we're looking into, yeah. just making ourselves feel bad about yeah. ourselves. Wow. Or, or I would feel better by putting the, the actor down, right? And saying, oh, well, my ex looks better than that x or you know and so no. that's not good either right i don't want to have mm-hmm. to put someone else down to feel no. better no mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no not at all but i can see that sort of vindictively alone in your apartment but, having that sort yeah of i mean yes space. uh naked in my apartment right uh barricading the door yes and like grasping for any kind of validation mm. yeah mm-hmm. wearing your suit that only your bathing suit is exposed <laughs> and- mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yep. With your seasonal effectiveness disorder lamp on because <laughs> you can't get any sun. Wow. This is a... We've had a lot of... I think we just cracked it. I think we've had a number of breakthroughs in this episode, you know? We really have. Yeah. So, Still waiting on one breakthrough, though. What's that? Uh, you'll see. Yeah, you'll see. Don't worry about it. What? Don't worry about it. Hmm. Okay, don't worry. Oh, I, I had a question about the black dildo. Mm. Um, oh well um you're talking well, to a couple to of dildo experts so please <laughs> okay randy used to have a store uh, yeah exactly right mm-hmm. okay so i've mm-hmm. never actually i don't think i've ever even seen or touched a dildo in my life oh that's well um so i don't understand like well, you're off the show um <laughs> Wait, hit us up on I dirty know. vhs yeah. on I twitter we're looking for a new <laughs> do you oh do you want me to walk you through how dildos work no. Okay. Yes, please. I want you to Randy, answer please. me this. Okay. 
what is it anchored to? Oh, it's mm. not anchored to anything. No, because... Unfortunately, that's a question that you probably can't address. Because on the bed, the dildo is perched, and the the young young man like proceeds a, like a to sit tender little down. starling just alighted <laughs> on a branch. Mm-hmm. He's just perched on there. Yeah. The, the mm-hmm. giant black dildo, he just perched there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. And then yeah. the the young man squats and lowers himself on it. Mm-hmm. Now, when he then moves up again, what is keeping the dildo from arising with the man? Um, Monday, haven't you seen um, those uh, mattress ads where there's a the dildo, there's the dildo, a dildo mattress? on the bed and people yeah. are like fucking on the bed, but the dildo doesn't fall over or go anywhere okay, because so, of the quality yeah. of the mattress. I mean, okay, fine. That's all you had to tell me. Yeah. yeah it just, it's just, it's, ba- okay. it's basically mattress quality. The other thing is you want to, and, and you know, um, uh, most people know what I talk about when I say you want a properly weighted dildo. So you want like a mm. lot of, um, uh, you want a lot Red. of heft, particularly in sort of the ball area of your dildo. Those are actually mm-hmm. added stability weights that are there um, just to, to really keep it affixed to whatever surface you've got it on. So right. normally yeah. um, you like want... those punching bags. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. A lot like that. You, you just let gravity do yeah, it. You want a dildo that you can barely pick up. You want a, <laughs> you want a dildo with the the heft of, of Thor's hammer, Mjolnir. Um, <laughs> Thor famously had a dildo so heavy yeah. that no one else could lift it except that for him. That God could not lift it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a funny post credit scene in this film. Where, what, uh, God the, lifting a dildo? No, Poseidon comes in and mm-hmm. he tries to lift the dildo and yeah. he can't yeah. and he goes back <laughs> into the ocean. Yeah. Sadly slinks back into the ocean. Yep. With his, um, uh, his trident. Which is three dildos. <laughs> it's uh, just tried in his three dildos. Yeah, it's difficult to use. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's mostly for looks. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I, I think I'm glad we got through this whole episode mm. until now without referencing the Little Mermaid at all. That was good. <laughs> We hadn't referenced the middle, Little Mermaid. That's what I was saying. I was proud of us for not. Well, doing now that. we did. Doesn't now we have to. That's, what I, that's why I said until now I wanted to ruin it. And make sure that we did once. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. It never even occurred to me. There's not a lot about this that thematically made me think of Little Mermaid. Although I guess maybe um, in the first scene that's a merman, and that's why it's silent because he is um, giving his voice to some kind of sea witch. So that he can um, go onto the well, beach and fuck. Yes. Yes. But what was he walking on? What are those things called again? Feet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, got it in there. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Well, um, should we should we go ahead and rate this film? I think so. Yeah. I don't see why not. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and give it three ferns. Um, basically, uh, it's. I think this movie is extremely effective in all that it sets out to do. Um, and I'm saving a, 
uh, a four star uh, four fern review for for down down the road um, for mm-hmm. a movie that really speaks more my language. This wasn't quite. I'm not really the, the audience for this movie, but everything about it mm-hmm. is done exceptionally well, mm-hmm. and uh, especially with the director's commentary going. and And I in, definitely enjoyed watching it. Yeah, I enjoyed it very much, too. Um, it sort of reminded me of a couple of different things. Um, it reminded me of uh, Teju Cole's Open City mm-hmm. and uh, W.G. Zabald's um, Rings of Saturn mm-hmm. and David Markson's um, Wittgenstein's Mistress, mm-hmm. and uh, all of which like came to mind when watching this just for its dreamlike sort of circular quality. It was just really alluring to me. Mm-hmm. Um and for that reason, I would give it uh, three ferns. Okay. I, yeah, I loved how dreamy it was. I could have watched another hour, three hours, six hours, 24 hours of this. Um, <laughs> wow. I also give this three ferns. All right. Nine ferns total. That's pretty good. I don't think anything mm-hmm. else has gotten quite that many ferns. Yeah, usually we're is pretty this opposed. The, yeah, is this the first film that we all gave the same rating to? Yeah, and a, and a mm. high rating. So I think this is a gay podcast now. Yay! Yeah. That's fine with me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. great! Of course, now the the raucous music has ended. Yeah. So, um, thanks, thanks all for listening. So. We do we do look carefully at how many how many downloads we get for everything, um, and the answer is not very many. So uh, go ahead, tell your friends about it, and we'll be we'll definitely be doing a lot more. Um, uh, uh, we want to cover the breadth of adult cinema, and not just do not just do kind of the expected things that um, you know the other porn podcasts are all doing, you know that you sure. listen to we want to get did off. any of your dads write one recently yeah exactly um <laughs> so we'll be doing um doing plenty more gay episodes um we'll do more if um uh we'll do even more than more if uh you know if people really respond to this and really like this episode we'll definitely kind of kind of think about that as we're deciding which films to talk about it's mainly dependent on what the Philippines has to say based on the, the statistics <laughs> I've been looking at. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So th- uh, <laughs> thanks so much, everybody. Uh, tell your friends about us. Re- review us on iTunes. Um, I don't know if that really matters at all, but it's a thing that people say at the end of podcasts. So I'll say Tell your now. dads about us, yeah, too. Tell your dads and, about us. Um, um, oh, shit. No, I have sirens. But uh, write us letters. Yeah. Write us letters. Write us letters. Write us letters. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, we'll read them on the show. We'll That's great. send you a man in the mail. Yeah, we'll send <laughs> a full size man. Well, in capsule form. An Alka Seltzer man. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Till next time. Bye. Bye.